Well, the Quincy Good Scouts breakfast is coming up. It's November 15th at the Terrell Room this year. So Ray Tiber just stopped on by, of course, to tell us all about the scouting program and about this year's breakfast. Good to see you, Ray, as always. Great to see you, Joe. Always a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. You bet. It's an annual event, right? It's an annual event. Yeah. Obviously, we took a break during COVID, oh, yeah. you know, for public health and safety reasons. Yeah. Uh, but it, the mayor was actually excited to hear people come up to him in the street and at events once we started meeting publicly. And they asked, hey, are you going to do the breakfast again? Sure. Because people really look forward to it. It's a great feel-good event. Yeah, how long has it been going on? Do you know, just, um, just I believe this is the 26th wow. okay. uh, annual uh, or 26th time right, right. that we've well, had the breakfast. Right, yeah. yeah. COVID yeah. delay. COVID <laughs> delay, exactly. Everything's got an asterisk in it. Oh, I know. Yeah. Was but it goes days. back uh, to the old Paul Harold, uh, Chuck Phelan days. Yeah. They really started initially uh, to help raise funds to build some cabins at uh, Camp Massasoit oh. down in Plymouth. It was an old Boy Scout camp. doesn't exist anymore. But okay. anyways, at the time, uh, that's what they needed help with. And the community wanted to help with that. And uh, so they started it. And it just has rolled on since then. Yeah, so yeah, what uh, are the funds used for lately? Uh, lately, the need is really for individual families oh, okay. uh, need the need for like camperships, helping with the cost of summer camp. Mm. You know? um, probably the best example I can think of is families that have two or three children in scouting. Mm -hmm. And it's $600 a piece. Is it really? To go. Oh. You know, 550 600 in orders of magnitude, yeah. um, depending on which camp you go to. But a family will have to make a choice. You know, I've got two kids or three kids and it's got to, I can't afford $1,800 oh, yeah. to send you away for mm. a week. You know, we just don't have that sort of spare cash. So okay. they're forced to make, oh, Joey, you can go this year. And Bobby oh, and Sue, no you, parent wants to make nobody that Nobody wants to make that yeah. decision. Exactly. So we want to make those economic barriers go away and give every scout the opportunity to go to summer camp. We okay. really believe it's transformative. Not only summer camp, but, uh, you know, even just a regular outing. Mm. If I can share some good Please. examples yeah. with you, because we received a bunch of applications. Uh, we've probably got about $22,000 worth of asks last year and we were able to fill 14,000 okay. uh, of it. So we're proud of that. Uh, every applicant got something. Uh, but some examples that I wanted to share with you is we had a scout. Uh, there's an annual event. It's called uh, Flags on the 48. Mm -hmm. And it memorializes the 9-11 uh, okay. uh, tragedy. And uh, there are 48 peaks in the White Mountains that are over 4,000 feet in elevation. Okay. And on that one day, the entire hiking community comes and there'll be 25 or 50 people on each peak, mm -hmm. and they bring up a segmented flagpole, and they fly a flag, the American flag, oh. all day long. I've never heard it's of that It's very before. cool, it's okay. very cool. Very patriotic, yeah. gives us a chance to talk to the kids about what happened, uh, to not let terrorism rule the day, mm. what does patriotism mean, mm. you know, all those sorts of things. Well, the peaks are named after presidents, right? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's Washington Adams, Washington Jefferson. Adams, yeah. exactly. Okay. So, uh, but there was one scout who, um, obviously came from an economically challenged family, uh, didn't participate in a lot, but was definitely patriotic. He was a kid who would have a, a flag on his uh, backpack or would always want to be in the color guard. So he asked me, hey, Mr. T, what, what would it take to participate? What does it cost to participate? I go, it's nothing. There's not even an overnight fee. Like, you just have to be able to hike up and climb a 4,000 footer. But clearly the kid had, like, Crocs and, like, old, you know, torn up, shoes and mm -hmm. I said well you don't need a tent or a sleeping bag but you're gonna need a good pair of hiking boots because mm -hmm. the White Mountains will really eat your feet up for sure and he said oh, well I, I, I can't do that I don't have them and you know I know that's something that my family can't do and I said well if that's the only obstacle preventing you from participating in this and developing a sense of patriotism and you're willing to climb a 4,000 footer <laughs> and back right. in one day I think that's something we can help you with ah, you know what I mean that kind of thing that's a great story okay yeah. we, we've had a couple of families who approached us now that scouting is open to boys and girls yeah. 
we have more and more families that will have a daughter and two sons mm -hmm. in scouting and they're excited about that because they believe in the program and it's great and mm -hmm. they see the impacts but then it comes summer camp time and they're like oh I can't, can't afford, afford 1800 yeah. so we can help them with that obviously we don't pay the whole thing but mm -hmm. they can apply for some assistance okay we had a scout who wanted to go uh, to a leadership camp um, he had progressed through scouting and through the leadership ranks and knew that next year he was going to be the senior patrol leader in charge of dozens of kids, some of his peers who were older than him. Hmm. And he said, I'm nervous. Like, I, I don't know that I can do that. I yeah. said, well, you've been through the leadership classes. There's, there's really only one more. And he goes, yeah, but it's only offered in West Virginia this summer. Oh. So he said he looked into it, and it was like $800 for the travel expenses okay. and $800 for the course. So, so, well, maybe that's something we can help you with. You know, so his parents, his grandparents chipped in, his parents were divorced, they each chipped in, and we were able to help out with at least half of it okay. to make it happen make for it him. Make it affordable, yeah. Yeah, and so he went away to leadership camp. It's called the National Advanced Leadership Experience. Huh. And he developed his skills, sharpened his tool set. So we're really proud to be graduating kids at 17 years old yes. who have... Yeah stronger leadership skills than many of us have. You know? <laughs> well, and these are, I mean, these are life-changing experiences. They're life-changing experiences. That these kids That's are what having it's about. because yeah. of that. Yeah. It's meant to be transformative. Right. It's meant to prepare them, not only in terms of resiliency and mm. dealing with the challenges of life, but in terms of leadership skills and socialization yeah. skills. Yeah, and these kids want to be servant leaders. You know, they are all about serving the community. Yes. So, yeah. they, I mean, potential future elected officials. Absolutely. Or, or, or non-profit leaders. I mean, you never know. What exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What's the current kind of state of scouting in Quincy, Ray? You know, how many, how many troops are there? How many kids are there involved? Yeah, yeah. sure. Uh, that's a great question. Uh, COVID was devastating mm -hmm. to so many things, and scouting was not exempt from that. Uh, we are down to two uh, Scouts BSA troops, traditional boy scouting troops. Mm -hmm. There's Troop 6 out on House Neck, and they have their affiliated pack, Cub Scout pack with them. And then we have 42 in Quincy Center, uh, which also not only has Cub Scout pack dealing with the uh, elementary school age kids, the middle school, but we also have a venturing crew that's very robust, and that deals with high school even up to into college age, up to 21-year-old hmm. uh, kids. And those kids are doing community service projects and doing some high adventure stuff, climbing mountains, whitewater rafting, uh, snowshoeing in the winter, mm. all that sort of thing. So uh, it's really great to, to see the impact. And yeah. then there's the Girl Scouts. Uh, the Girl Scouts are operate in smaller troops. Uh, they tend to run six to eight girls, and there are about a half dozen of them scattered around the city. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I, I know all of them are involved in volunteering opportunities throughout the city. Correct. Uh, in the schools. In uh, the schools. Public events, things yeah. like that. Yeah. I know the Girl Scouts recently did a project up at the dog park up in Corey oh, Street really? Hill. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm doing an Eagle Project right now at the Bernazani School. Um, I'm doing one at Freedom Park. Yep. So the kids just continue to give back. That's great. And that's another thing that the Quincy Friends of Scouting helps with. If an Eagle Scout candidate needed some assistance, you know, I planned this project and this park bench is, you know, $800. Mm -hmm. Can you help me with it? Okay. That kind of thing. Because it's, we're giving back to the community but through the child. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Who can be a scout in Quincy and how do they do that? Sure. The youngest age is five. Okay. And wow. <laughs> we would call that a lion. Okay. Uh, in sort of kindergarten, first grade age. And uh, they can do it through beascout.org. Okay. Or through the Quincy Friends of Scouting a website, qfos.org. Okay. At the bottom of the page, there are links for both Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts or GSUSA, BSA, mm -hmm. um, links to take you to those uh, membership joining experiences. And it goes all the way to 21. Okay. Yeah. And is there cost for that as well? 
There is. There's a, a national fee to, okay. to pay to national for registering with them. There's a local council fee, and then there's a local unit fee. Okay. And that changes on unit by unit basis depending on how active they are yeah. and what their uh, uh, activities are planned. Okay. You know, and some units will do something every single month. Yes. Some will meet every single week. Some will only meet once a month, and some will do activities every two or three months. Sure. Depending on that level. Okay. And is that cost also prohibitive, do you think, or is that that, that pretty achievable by most families? I think it's pretty achievable okay. for most families, not all. Okay. And so there are some that need help, and that's, again, something that QFOS help helps with. That? with. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but I would say that it's uh, modest compared to so many kids are doing sports now. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. And the cost of joining even soccer, never mind football and hockey, hockey skates yeah. and sticks and yeah. ice time. Oh, the padding you know, and It becomes $1,000 right. or, or two or three sure. you know, to join um, some of those sports. And uh, so scouting, I think, at about $250 okay. per year is pretty modest. Yeah, okay. Considering it's a year-round program, mm -hmm. it's 12 months of the year, it's not right. just a season, it's not just the spring or the fall, I think is uh, pretty reasonable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, do you need leaders? Talk about the leadership, you know, at the different uh, Sure, yeah. absolutely. You always need leaders. Okay. I mean, the youth are learning from the leaders. That's right. Um, not everybody wants to sleep on the ground in the <laughs> snow and, and camp, and I get that. Right. <laughs> uh, but there's a lot of uh, volunteers adults in the community that have skills that the kids can learn from, even if it's just as a merit badge counselor. Hmm. You know, merit badges aren't like a doctoral thesis. Like, even there's a merit badge for dentistry. No kidding. We're not really trying to teach somebody to be a dentist. Right. It's to expose them to someone who has a passion for dentistry oh, right. and to see if maybe they internally have a passion oh, for that. Oh, so it's like and an internship want, sort of. It's like an internship, okay. right, without doing the work. Right. Yeah. We're not going to be an indentured servant <laughs> for six months. But that's right. You may meet with a dentist or a dental hygienist or yep. somebody that's in that field for six hours okay. or six days, depending on the merit badge, um, and uh, get an exposure to it. And hopefully that passion will spread on. There was a really interesting uh, study done by uh, Gartner, I believe it was, that 80% um, of uh, scouts were attributing the career that they were in to a merit badge that they first got exposed to it in a merit badge. Well, it makes sense. It clicked a trigger and yeah. went, oh, I really want to be a geologist right. or a doctor or an architect. Yeah. There's an architecture merit badge, there's plumbing, there's electrical. No kidding. Um, and Mike Barry, who's out on the neck, a uh, great guy, great longtime scouter, he was involved in the IBW for the longest time. Sure. And he used to host the merit badge uh, event at the IBW Hall in Dorchester, oh, in Freeport, sure, yeah. and it was all the trades. So a kid could go and get exposed to electrical and carpentry and plumbing mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you know potentially become engaged in the trades as a career. There's a great need for those right now, There's for sure. There's a great need yeah. for those. But yeah, it makes sense because, I mean, if, that, if, the, if the scout is pursuing that avenue, then they obviously have an interest in it exactly, to begin with, right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. So yeah. Let me tell another story. Yeah, go ahead. I apologize, but uh, we were doing an Eagle Court of Honor, which is a, a celebratory event once an eagle achieves that and it's officially uh, you know, awarded to them, we present it at an eagle court of honor. And those eagle courts of honor are most typically held in a church, okay. in the basement or what have you, mm -hmm. sometimes in the sanctuary. And we had this one particular one, this goes back about five or six years ago. We were celebrating a couple of scouts, you know, great, whoo, and you know, they got their badges. And then there's a little receiving line and then we go downstairs into the community room and have a little break bread, mm -hmm. and have some pizza or whatever. But the scouts, I encourage them to stay behind and help clean up the sanctuary, put all of the uh, candles and flags away and the booklets. And I had one scout who happened to be sitting way in the back. And he was, I couldn't tell from the front that he was looking down. I, I would say because he was looking down, but what was he looking at? Mm -hmm. So I walked all the way back to say to him, hey, 
why don't you help clean up like everybody else? Yeah. And he was reading the Bible. Oh. <laughs> so intently. Wow. Like it was a comic book. Really? Like, oh, my God, I can't put this down. Interesting. And he looked up at me and goes, I know I should be helping the other kids. I go, oh, no, 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 you're fine. <laughs> you just say that. If you have interest in doing that, and sure enough, he became the chaplain's aide. We sent him away to camp to wow. learn how to be a leader spiritually, how yeah. to respect all faiths and lead the troop you know, spiritually in yes. that way. He's gone on to receive medals, and I wouldn't be surprised if you know, that became a career path for him. That was an inadvertent way it was to expose somebody way. to their future. Yeah. Exactly, but wow. you never know. You never know. Until you, until you try right. and you do something. Yeah, well, I promise you, sitting home on the couch, is you, it going to spark you? you? Well, no. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, I don't think there's any merit badge for social media. <laughs> right, right. No, no. How do you determine which uh, areas to offer merit badges in? Well, it goes back to the volunteer question. Oh, okay. You know, if I don't have a volunteer in that area, yeah. then I'm not going to bring it up I see. Okay. to the child. Gotcha. Right. Um, So whether it's you're helping with transportation or teaching a skill, knot tying, fire building, cooking, what have you. Uh, I mean, we have some people that are professional chefs, Mm -hmm. but they like having the break of teaching kids how to cook and how to cook in a wilderness setting. You're not in a chef's kitchen anymore. Okay. How how do you do that without a frying pan? (laughs) Two sticks together? Yeah. Or scrambling eggs. Yeah, well, right. Not that I would do that, but (laughs) that's that sort of mentality. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we can always use adults. Okay. Always help. And, and even if you don't have those skills, certainly donating is a part sure, of, of supporting scouting. Yes. You know, help us to continue to create the opportunities and eliminate the economic barriers of kids that want to be engaged and, and grow yes. through challenging themselves. Yeah. And they can do that uh, by attending or at least donating to the Good Scout Breakfast. Exactly. Yeah, what's going to be happening? Tell us all about it. Sure. The Quin- uh, Quincy Scout Breakfast uh, has been a great opportunity for the mayor to celebrate the citizenry mm. and to support scouting at the same time and give the citizenry or the public a chance to support scouting. So uh, he typically selects, sometimes we nominate, he selects, goes back and forth, um, one public citizen and one private citizen, which I really like. Um, one individual who uh, doesn't necessarily need to be the most successful person in business, but someone who lives their life in the values of scouting. Okay. is a good role model, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, that we can point to and say, hey, you might want to consider living your life like this individual does. Sometimes man, sometimes woman. Sure. And then the same thing through uh, you know, usually public servants. Um, we discuss uh, an individual. So this year is Al Grazioso, who has been the commissioner for the Department of Public Works for a long time, is doing yeoman's work. I mean, it's a really difficult job. And the mayor, certainly one of his attributes is, is public service and the amazing job that the Department of Public Works has done keeping up with all the sidewalk repairs and you know storage work, you know all of the infrastructure work that's not pretty mm-hmm. yeah. until it's not done. Right. And then everybody complains about it. Yeah. Um, so Al, I just think, has been a great guy, a great public servant, and a great attendant to the needs of the public uh, in addressing those needs. Okay. So we're very proud to have him. Um, I nominated him to the mayor, and the mayor immediately said, oh, yeah, that's a perfect pick. We're going with Al. Okay. And then the other one was uh, um, Dan Quirk. Dan's been obviously very successful in his business, but he hasn't forgotten where he came from, and he's always been incredibly generous with the community, supporting youth sports mm-hmm. and you know all kinds of other organizations, and certainly scouting is one of those, and so we wanted to give him a chance to support scouting this year and for us to recognize his contributions and leadership to the community. Very nice. Yeah, yeah, so we're very proud of that. Sure. So those are the two Good Scout Awards. Good Scout Awards, okay. Now the committee can choose to do a third award. Okay. 
called the Granite Pillar Award. The Granite Pillar. Granite Pillar okay. Award. Think of it as a lifetime achievement. Yep. You're a pillar in the community. Okay. Obviously, we're the city of Granite, and uh, so that's sort of where that came from. Okay. Um, so it's to honor another individual that may not fit in those two other buckets, but that we don't want to let time go by without honoring them. Um, so last year we honored, I believe it was Leo Keka, mm. and Leo has done some amazing things in the community above and beyond uh, what anybody else needed to do, certainly through COVID and inoculation and, and bonuses and that sort of thing. Um, but this year's recipient is Kelly Cobble, and Kelly was, an ama she's unfortunately passed away, yeah. lost her to some uh, a sickness, uh, not COVID. No. But um, she was a contributor to the community in so many ways. She's a personal friend of mine, and I first met her through scouting. Her daughter was in Girl Scouting, and her son was in Cub Scouting, and that's how my family got connected to hers, and we used to get together for fireworks and Fourth of July every year. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just a lovely, lovely family, just amazing. But I came to know that Kelly gave in so many ways. She was so involved with Quincy Arts. She volunteered here at QATV in so many ways. So, Nice. I thought it was time. Very nice. Yeah. yeah, for her family to have that honor. Yeah. Correct. Will they be Correct. attending? She, they will. They yeah, will. Yeah. I nice. met with her husband, Steve. Okay. Um, I don't know that her daughter, uh, Izzy, is able to. I think she is out of state, if I remember right, in Washington. I can't remember. Okay. Uh, but I believe the, the son is coming and some of the other relatives. Nice. So they've got their own table. So Very yeah, nice. So we're looking forward to that. Paying tribute to their family and to Kelly and, and everything that she gave. Yeah, that's yeah. great. So you don't have to be um, a scout uh, or involved in scouts correct. to win these awards? To win these okay. awards, correct. Okay. Yeah. Uh, tell me about the breakfast. Where is it? When is it? How do people attend? Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, we have been at Granite Links for a long time, and actually prior to that, we were on the USS Salem when Mayor Sheets oh was around. Oh, my gosh. Around, wow. And he was really involved in the Salem uh, committee. Yeah. So we would have it on the decks of the ship, which is really okay. cool. But anyways. Uh, now we are at the Quincy Elks, okay. at the Terrell Room at the Elks on the top of Corey Street Hill, uh, which we're very pleased and grateful for them uh, hosting us. And um, it is Wednesday, November 15th. Um, it is from 8 to 9 in the morning, so it, it, it's a hard start and a hard stop. We get it that everybody's going to get back to work. Right. Yeah. So we do ask you to come at about 7.30 okay. is the mingling and check-in and get your badge and get your seat and get your, your breakfast. Uh, the Elks does a great job with breakfast. So we know that that'll be great. And then uh, the kids will be doing a color guard. We'll hear from a couple of uh, youth speakers talking about how scouting has impacted their lives. Nice. I think that should be moving. Yeah. We have the Quincy High School Chorus coming and singing and doing some pieces for us. Super. And then we'll present the awards to the three recipients. And uh, then we'll close out with a song and a prayer and let everybody go home, hopefully feeling good about being uh, a member of the Quincy community. Yes, yes. Uh, and supporting scouting. How many folks do you hope to, uh, to attend? Uh, about 250. Wow, okay. Yeah. Um, and how do people do that? Sure, they can buy tickets on our website okay. at www.qfos. Quincy Friends of Scouting is the uh, benefiting agency, if you will, of the event. Mm -hmm. uh, it is a collection of moms and dads from Quincy that their children have gone through scouting and they want to continue to be involved and make sure that scouting thrives in Quincy. So we created this nonprofit called QFOS. Okay. Uh, and it's a couple of dozen. Uh, parents from Quincy, which is kind of nice. Yes. Still wanting to be involved. Yeah. They're still giving and still helping to raise funds so that we can help kids, individual kids. So I do want to say that 100% of the proceeds from the event stays here in Quincy and goes directly to kids and families and, and units in Quincy. Okay, good to yeah. know. How much are the tickets for you? Uh, the tickets are $75 individually okay. and the tables are 500 Okay. 
Yeah. yeah, so it's pretty reasonable. Yes. Uh, obviously, you can give at higher levels, and those opportunities yeah. are available on the website. If you're a business and you can give at higher levels, we do give opportunities for advertising oh, okay. and, and camperships uh, if you give at the higher levels. Okay. Uh, but uh, knowing that it, on average it's about $600 to send the kid to summer camp, one table just barely you know, helps us uh, help a kid right, exactly. get to summer camp. So yeah. we, hopefully everybody can, can buy a table. All right. Anything else we should let folks know about right now? No, I think that's it. We okay. just would love to see everybody there. You know, certainly the, the your presence matters. Right. Uh, and seeing, obviously, the financial support helps as well. Uh, but uh, it matters for the children to feel special because the community comes out at large and says, you matter to us. And let's continue to encourage kids to make good choices and to learn to be servants of their peer instead of it being all about them. And I think scouting uh, underscores that. And Great. so we'd love the community to come out and support that endeavor. Great. Well, thanks for coming over and uh, sharing the story. Truly and, my uh, pleasure, Joe. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. You're very welcome. It's yeah. our pleasure. And All thank right. you for watching us here at AEM Quincy. I'm Joe Catalano. We'll see you next time.